Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from Minnesota, and the results are good. The game and the series, a 6-2 Brewers victory to salvage a game. And welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's uh, Toby Altizer. My name is Tim Allen, and the Brewers do get a victory today, snapping a three-game losing streak. Wow. What the hell happened while I was gone? But they get back, uh, they get back in stride here. And a big win, not only to salvage a game, but uh, a big win because the Cincinnati Reds lost today. So the Brewers do pick that game right back up. Now eight and a half over the Reds in the Central with just 31 games remaining here in the 2021 championship season, at least the regular season, that is. And things are looking really tough for the Cincinnati Reds. I don't, I'm not even sure that if you ask the Cincinnati Reds, if they can chase down the Brewers, if they would if they would even consider that to be an option. <laughs> uh, things uh, things looking good. Even better than that, the Giants are getting their brains beat in down in Atlanta. Hey, and look out for that Atlanta team, and that's the collision course that the Brewers happen to be on right now uh, for their postseason uh, experience here, if you will. That would be a matchup against Atlanta. Atlanta's tough. They are. So I don't know. We've had conversations about picking your own poison here. But uh, well, there's more to discuss as we get a little bit closer to that time, and that would be, what, uh, early October by the time that series hit. So a lot can happen in between. But uh, the Giants, so that they're losing to Atlanta. They also have to take a long flight back to San Francisco. That's one of the longer flights you're going to take in, uh, in big league baseball. And, hey, maybe that'll play a little part in game one of a big, big four-game set beginning tomorrow in San Francisco. And, you know, a lot of people are, are talking about the Brewers' schedule and who they've beaten and who they've lost to and, and trying to judge, you know, just, you know, the, the, the negative side of it, the glass uh, that's half empty would be, well, they, you know, they beat up on some of these teams and, yeah, but they, they lose to kind of the bottom feeders. Yeah, I don't know. 
79 and 52 is 79 and 52. You can slice and dice all of that the way you want. Some of it is, you know, baseball circumstance. Brewers are 2-4 and four against the Minnesota Twins this year. They're 0-4 against the Kansas City Royals this year, for example. I don't know. I don't know what, what you make out of that. But nonetheless, it's a 79-52 and 52 mark. And this series, it's, it's uh, Corbin Burns and Woody going at it. I would assume that Peralta's back possibly for Thursday, but unannounced starters for the Brewers on Wednesday and Thursday, but they get this one done. We are live here in the Lakeland University studios with online learning and uh, at seven locations throughout the state. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. Want to get your reaction on this ball game here, uh, first of all, at 799-1250. And also, uh, don't look now, Christian Yelich is starting to really hit the baseball. And I heard, uh, I think it was Lane Grindle on the, on the flagship, uh, talking about, you know, you get start getting barrels to baseballs with Christian Yelich on a regular basis. He's hit safely now in 16 and 17. He's going the other way. He's going middle. He's going barrel to the ball. Home runs are coming. And I agree with him. The home runs are on the way for Christian Yelich, and the timing could be good. He's got a month just to kind of get in a groove. And that's the thing about this Brewer team. It is scary if the offense is going to get going at the right time. Now, what's, what's to define get going? Now, we, there's probably a lot of different uh, definitions of that. But that's the scary part of this. For example, the scary part also, bullpen. You know, look at today's game. Down four are the Minnesota Twins. Ashby completes his outing, five innings. But then you're going Hunter Strickland, Boxberger, Williams, and Hayter? Oh, man. I mean, you're probably not coming back from that. <laughs> Down four. Okay, and uh, we'll get to our game recap in just a little bit. But that's the scary part of this team. So, uh, want to get your reaction on on the the plight of the Brewers here uh, at a 79 and 52 mark, eight and a half up in the Central, and a lot of people are saying with 31 games left, Tim, it's enough. Call it. Will you please call it? Mm. Uh, Toby, I welcome you in. Should I call it today, or do do I want to wait just a couple more days? I mean, I guess you could wait till the beginning of September. Bart and I have called it on the Bar Winkler show. Okay. Okay. But that's up to you. I We called it a couple days ago. Now it's back to, what, eight and a half? It's I, back to eight and a half with 31 games remaining. It's going to be tough, man. The, the Brewers are going to have to go on a stretch that they haven't gone on in months in order for the, <laughs> for the Reds to do this. And the Reds are going to have to finish out on the hottest streak we've ever seen in professional baseball, possibly. Maybe. maybe exactly. So, I, you know, yeah, why don't we wait? What's, what's September 1st, Wednesday? And, and, again, as I've said before, um, at what point do I look stupid for not calling it? <laughs> there comes a point where you, enough's enough for, for my goodness. Just, just call it. Okay. And then what do you expect in this four game set in San Francisco against the best record in the game? The Brewers were, uh, an Avi Garcia catch of a fly ball away from taking two of three. Does then that narrative kind of spin to the point where, hey, you feel a lot better about this series. Just that one catch there. And we all know which play we're talking about. 
But does that change your theory heading into this four-game set against the Giants? This is going to be a fun series. It's going to be a late series. You've got your two studs up front in games one and two. 8.45 first pitches. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think it's, uh, what, 2.45 on Thursday. So buckle in. You're going to see some really cool late-night baseball starting tomorrow night. 799-1250. We'll wait on our recap here. I want to get your reaction here. Let me just say this as uh, just part of the uh, opening monologue, if you will. A couple of different things. One is uh, getting some flack from a lot of buddies that said you took – okay, so Brewers were just sailing along. You take three consecutive days off. They lose all three of those games. And sure as shooting, you come back to work today, they win. I don't know if you're superstitious like that. I think a lot of baseball people are, you know, in that, in that regard. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little superstitious. I'll try and hold it to a minimum. <laughs> I will. I d- also, I do want to thank... Uh, the folks at the Kenosha Kingfish, what an event, you know, uh, catching up with uh, Jeff Jenkins and, and Bill Hall and Jeff Cirillo and even our old buddy uh, Marcus Hanel, Raleigh Fingers, Paul Molitor, uh, Vinny Rotino. There were just Monte Ball was there. That was just a really cool event uh, with the Home Run Derby on Friday. Uh, and then the, uh, the band was out there. We had a great time and, you know, beers were flowing. And then, you know, last night, uh, at Simmons Field in, in Kenosha for that uh, celebrity home run uh, or celebrity softball game. It's super, super cool. So I appreciate uh, having us there and, and being involved with that, uh, certainly. All right, 799-1250. Kenny, yeah, I know what, what the first piece of audio is going to be on your phone call. Well, here we go. That a boy. The, and it uh, couldn't have been too big of a celebrity softball tournament because – one of the best softball players in the state myself wasn't invited. So I guess it was just kind of a. Hey, hey, if you, if they do it again, Kenny, then you'll, you'll, you'll be my sidekick. All right. Oh, we did lose them. All right. Yeah. And then uh, by the way, on Thursday, uh, went down and a lot of people say, don't admit this on the radio. Uh, but I went to see Hall and Oates in Chicago's Tinley park theater. Uh, we have a little bit of a haul, an hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes. But uh, what a great concert. You guys want to see a fun concert hit after hit? I don't know, Toby, if you're familiar with Hall & Oates music. Maybe not. Oh, <laughs> just a little, little bit. A little bit of Rich Girl and Sarah Smile and Maneater and these these types of private eyes. And, and we got Ken back. I got you. We, we do have Ken. All right, Kenny, finish up, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was not on me, but uh, nevertheless, uh, and, and I wasn't even in mid-beer drinking or anything, but uh, now this team is a team that uh, I think is poised and ready to go to the next step. Um, you're going to see this team in the World Series. I've said this before. I'm going to stick by that. I'm not going away from it. The, way, the, the, the one thing that this team really needs to get better at is runners in scoring position. That's where they really need to excel. If you're going to win the World Series like I think they will, I think you're going to have to make sure that you have the lineup. And you don't have to do the plug-and-play lineup once you get into the, into the playoffs. You basically have your infield and outfield solidified with the exception of first base. But 
you've got to get those guys in there playing. Your outfield has got to be Garcia, Yelich, Kane, infield, yep, Adamas, yep. Urias, Wong, and personally myself right now, I like to just see more Rowdy. Yes, is Escobar going to be a factor? Sure. Keep Rowdy in the lineup for now. And ah, then, you got to play Escobar over Urias. Come on, Kenny. You just no, absolutely fast. not. Oh God, no! I would never do that. If if I'm running this team, no way. I want to keep that kid Urias. That kid we traded for, okay? And he's been playing well here down the stretch. You keep him in there. Look what he's done during when Adamas has been out. Right? He's been able to come in there, step in, play the role, and get the hits. Today he starts it off with a bomb. I like this kid. As much as everybody likes Urias, I mean, I'm sorry, um, Escobar, I'm still not sold on him yet. I'm just not. He's, he's okay, more... well, and I'll keep you here. I'll keep you here, Kenny. I, I yeah. will say this. I'll, I'll go on the record. Talk to me after Escobar goes on a binge because we haven't seen it yet. We've seen some steady numbers, 280, 350-plus on base percentage, which really it doesn't seem like it, but that's what he's done in a Brewers uniform. Wait till this guy goes on a binge of about seven or ten days and and then then we'll talk again because this dude's a hell of a lot better than the numbers two eighty and three fifty. Well, and maybe so, but here's the problem that you have with him, right? So yes, well, I take the hitting over the defense because he can't get his footwork right at first base, so that's going to be a problem. That's a gamble. Now, that is a gamble. Yeah, correct. So so do you take the? Do you, it, there's got to be a plus side, right? So you're saying the plus side is going to be he's going to hit. Big, and if he does, but he's going to be playing third. He's at third. Rowdy's going to play first, or Vogelback's going to be back at first. Well, you know what? I'm still waiting to see Vogelback. In fact, I'm. I'm so you'll I'm, see him Wednesday. I'm. I'm yeah. convinced of it. September first, you're going to see Vogelback here. Yep. So, with that being said, now you have guys that can play first base. So, yes, could you re-speed the odd guy out? Maybe so. Um, and I do hope that Escobar does come on to do everything the Brewers thought he was going to do. Now. David Stearns has done a great job with going and getting these guys, and they've come in and they've played well. So, and, and Council, to his credit, has done well with running the, the bullpen and the starting lineup with pitchers. Mm-hmm. So things are falling into place like we saw. And now what we're going to see here down the stretch is how they're going to start putting it to teams. I'm going to also go on this show, and you can, you can tag this part, by saying they will sweep the San Francisco Giants. They are going to do something that is going to absolutely shock baseball. MLB is going to be all over this when they beat them in four. Nice. Kenny, thanks. Thanks as always, man. Enjoy your night. I'll be joining you for that beer in about an hour and a half. See you at nine, Tim. All right. right. See you later. 799-1250. He predicts a sweep. Now that I'm, uh, yeah, it's at their place. They have the best record in the game. They're a good team. We're starting to see a few of the injuries, little bumps and bruises. Posey was out for a little bit, you know, Crawford a little bit there, but they're you know nothing in terms of IL. But uh, may- maybe they are uh, you know the veteran guys there, the mid thirties guys, the older guys um, are. It's taking their toll on them a little bit. We'll see. They've got good pitching, man. They're a good baseball team. They are. So, what do you expect in that San Francisco series starting tomorrow? It's a big four-game set. Now, would it lift the eyebrows and, and open eyes around the baseball nation, if you will, if they do sweep that team or, or do a convincing three of four? Of course, it would. I think it would be the final graduation part 
for this year's Milwaukee Brewers squad. You know, if you're looking for some national attention, they're getting it now. They, they really are. As the, the closer we get to September, they really are getting some respect here. You're seeing it all over the place. And if you recall the last show I did, what, Wednesday, I really hammered on uh, Joey Votto. He had some really nice things to say about the Brewers. We'll have that for you coming up in a little bit. Uh, let's go to Nate at 799-1250. Nate, what do you think they'll do in the next four? Um, I believe we, uh, Timmy, I believe we're going to get three out of four. Um, uh, you got the two, you got the two dogs coming up, um, and Woodruff and Corbin. And, um, yeah, I believe we can get three out of the four. Might be a, might be a, a tough one in there. Cause you know, anytime you go to the West coast and with the time changes and things, you might get a little bit mixed up, but, um, I think take three out of four, and I and I think Roddy Tellez goes on a uh, high streak. Um, I was listening to the pregame show on the radio today, um, mm-hmm. and they were like, uh, a guy was talking about um, Rowdy and uh, how he was struggling with things, and I'm like, well, he comes out today and hits a bomb, you know what I mean? So A game-changing bomb. I mean, that really turned yeah. the whole game. I mean, that, that was sort of a seal the deal here. Yeah, I haven't called in the last couple of weeks because I've been busy. But hey, I, the last the last week or so, I've been I've enjoyed watching Christian Christian do what he he has to do as far as uh, get his swing back together. Um, they picked up they picked up the uh, injury front pretty well as far as Adamus and Escobar going out. And I have to disagree with uh, the guy named Ken Escobar. Es- Escobar has to be in the lineup. Um, Big time. He, he's a switch hitter, power from both sides of the uh, power from both sides of the uh, plate. And you got to think about it. He hit 24 home runs in Arizona. Think about what he can do in Miller Park if he can if he gets his if he can just get hot. And he that, will. And and it'll, it'll be dangerous. It'll be real dangerous. So yeah, I'm excited about this series, and uh, I believe. If we if we can get three out of four, it puts us back in the, it puts us back in the uh gets puts us a little bit closer to having the number one seed. Yeah, it, it does. We, I don't mind if we get it. I don't mind if we do, but it puts us closer to that. Yep, it does. Nate, always always a pleasure hearing from you. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. So, how do you view? This four-game set against the San Francisco Giants. Now, again, we're talking about this series beforehand. We may, on the other side of this series, talk about it as, well, it's just part of the progress, uh, progression of the season. And it might not be that huge of a deal. Let's just say they split. Let's just say they go two and two. And, and they're well-played games, which I think they will be. They go two and two, and and then so it's almost like melodramatic that the series is now in the rearview mirror. Another four days is chewed off the calendar, and yet you don't think it was that big of a deal. I look at it like this. This absolutely is a possible NLCS matchup. These are the series and games that you watch for particular matchups, you you watch for a trend. You can glean a lot out of a series like this for a potential NLCS. Assuming then that the Giants are the one seed, assuming that the Brewers get through their first round, 
So we have, there's a lot of assumptions there. But let's, uh, let's just say that comes to play. We're going to look back at this series, maybe a little bit more so, and probably more so than the three-game set that they played about a month ago in which the Brewers lost two of three. But we're going to look at, you know, second time through the lineup, third time through the lineup. We're going to look at their bullpen versus, uh, versus this bullpen. All of those things, to me, are what to watch for in this. You've got an NLCS, potential NLCS preview here, and I think it, that's kind of cool. You also have the same two pitchers. If things line up properly and you don't know and NLDS can go haywire and your, your pitching is all out of skew, where you're going to have to go with an Adrian Hauser game, who knows? You, you never know. But let's just say all things being, being equal, the Brewers will have their two top guns ready to go starting tomorrow and game two. It's Woody and Burns. It's Burns and Woody. That's what it should be in the NLCS. That's something to take a look at too. How do they function? How deep do they get through? Does Council let them go three times through the lineup before you know pressing the panic button and going, I shouldn't say panic button, going to a rock-solid bullpen? So there's a lot to watch in this. 414-799-1250. We'll take a break here. We'll come right back and uh, we'll uh, recap how this uh, game shook out here. There's one big blast in this one. There was some dynamite pitching. And we haven't touched on one Aaron Ashby and his prognosis, if you will, of how the Brewers will utilize him down the stretch here and potentially in the playoffs. Does he have potential roster spot? playoff roster spot we'll talk more after the break it's the Pella windows and doors of wisconsin post game show driven by the legendary great lakes dragway in union grove six two final brewers salvage game snap a three game losing streak ouch we'll be right back 1250 a.m the fan The game's over, and Tim Allen is taking your calls now on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan, dial him up now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. Welcome back. Brewers get a win today in the Twin Cities to salvage a game in the series. Just what the hell happened while I was gone? Wow. That's the volatility of offense in baseball, though, guys. It just it can come and go a little bit. And that's why you always hear these managers and players and coaches talk about consistency. And it's, you know, you're not going three for four every night. But on an 0 for four, you bounce back with a one for three with a walk. Next day, you go two for four. Next day, you might go one for four. You just a little more consistency in this. You've got to get healthy. Uh, Escobar, I think, is a more important part of this than than people think. Uh, you did have a uh, an outfield that had JBJ and Jace Peterson in it, and again, as uh, one of our callers said, uh, your a outfield clearly is Avi Garcia and Lorenzo Cain and Christian Yelich. I think it's pretty simple. Your A lineup on the infield: Escobar at third, Rios, Wong. At this point. You know, Rowdy Telez, I mean, that could be replaced by uh, Vogelback and then Omar behind the dish. That clearly is, is your A lineup. But think about this, though. Any moment in time in a game or a series, 
You can go to a Luis Rios. I mean, you can go to a Vogelback or a, a Rowdy Telez, uh, depending on who's who's on the bench. And and you can go to a, a Jace Peterson. You can even go to, and again, I'm reserving high hopes that JBJ gets it together and shows some veteran late-season, postseason experience. I, st- I still feel that that is an absolute possibility, guys. I do. 6-2 win today. Let me get uh, Todd in here before we get to our game recap. But what do you guys think uh, is going to happen in this four-game set against San Francisco? And what are you watching for? Is it going to prove anything to you guys? Just sit back and watch these games. I'm fascinated by it. I, I want to see matchups, and I want to see tendencies and, and things like that. All right, Todd, what's on your mind? On the boys, uh, uh, Timmy, I'm a huge Votto hater. Uh, I'm going to get that right out. Um, I can tell you, sorry, if we ever meet face-to-face, I'll tell you how I got under that man's skin. Like, you can't believe. But I You did. got under his skin? I got under his skin. Um, Good man. It, it, it's, it, so did it's I. A long, it's a long story. I said I was uh, with my wife. We were front row, but from on and on, it goes on. But I got under him hard. But I'll give him... <laughs> credit i watched him on uh the man yeah Dog. hold on a minute let's let's catch people up hold, hold on todd i'll keep it right here let's all listen to this get together uh do you have that toby do you have that that we can play uh, it's joey Votto referring to the brewers pitching staff personally i think this is the best pitching um a group of pitchers i've faced in my career you know i faced the i was a part of the team that faced the 2010 phillies with uh roy halliday the late roy halliday cliff lee um, Roy Oswald and Cole Hamels. Um, on the whole, the entire collection of pitchers, this has the, been the toughest matchup uh, I, I've, I've ever come across in my career. You know, their bullpen is outstanding. Their starting pitching is dominant. This is a fantastic team. That's what you were referring to, right, Todd? Uh, yes, Timmy, that was it. And That's pretty high it, praise. Uh, you know what? And I'll, I'll commend him for saying it as much as I dislike the dude. I I I I I hate the guy. My I shouldn't say that, but I do. My wife calls him my father just to get under my skin when she's pissing. Because what would your daddy bottle say? And I just blows my mind. But that's a whole other yep. story. He's one of my disliked uh, members of baseball. Um, you know, with the Cubs, there was just a few. You know, Rizzo, you gotta like. You know, Schwarber, blah blah blah. You know, we. You know, deep down, you really. You gotta like those guys for what they do for the community, but Votto, I just despise. But after hearing that from him, it was like, wow, you know, I, I don't. Maybe he's not as uh, awful as he seems. And but for uh, for him to say that about the, the team that that you and I and everybody else loved was uh, that was it. Just I, I couldn't believe it. I, it's I pretty really cool. Couldn't. Yeah, it, it was it was it was super cool, especially that you know the pitching staff and to say that the. Uh, the team is fantastic, and as far as Timmy is the uh, going on to uh, the West Coast, um, I, I'm going to go a split. I'll go a split. I'll go a two and two. We'll win the first two and maybe lose a two after that. But uh, I think uh, Woody and Burns are going to go, and it's going to be uh, um, it's going to be a, a collision course for the NLCS. It could be. It could be, and that's what that's what we're watching for. All right, Todd. Thanks for the call. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. 
with the wind today, 79 and 52. I remember the days where, you know, 15, 16, 17 years ago, we would be, you know, way later than this, and they'd be at 79. And as Brewers fans, we would be saying, man, if they can just take like three of the next five and there's only six left or something like that, we can get to a non-losing season. You remember those days? Were you, were you just rooting for a, uh, that 82nd victory? And that way it, it would assure you that you wouldn't have a losing season. That was a, that, in theory, back then, that was sort of a celebration of, of our own little small world or taste of the postseason. <laughs> That's what we had to rely on. And, and, and it was comparable to a postseason experience because that was success. That was super good success. Now, and not to, not to get too far into this, but Ashby's performance today, five innings, he's starting to show you what the ceiling is for this Brewers lefty. It's starting to show you what potentially could be down the, down the line here a few years. When you look at Woody Burns Peralta, and then an Ashby, and then a Hauser, and then an Ethan Small, just on the starting pitching side of things, you start to say, whoa, you know, controllable. They're not breaking the bank in terms of money yet. So you have to seize the moment and seize the opportunity here in the next, uh, from now until I would say three or four years. You got to seize the opportunity to allocate those funds to other needs because you've got these young pitchers. But then you look at the position players, and that group is getting a lot better too to kind of mesh with these these starters. It looks good. It, it really does. So when you see a 79 and 52 mark, now forget about the 52, just look at the 79. We would be on like September 24th here in most years, years ago, to get to 79 wins. And the season would be almost over. Every time, Toby put that into perspective. Every time this team, for many, many seasons, they get into the 75, 78 uh, win mark, and the, it would be late September. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been coming to Milwaukee and going to Brewers games most of my life, and I don't ever remember a time when I felt like they were going to make a deep run. You know, I, I felt like they were primed for it. They've obviously had good teams that were – we're in it, but you're right. I mean, usually you come out here and you're enjoying the baseball and you're watching them and you, you enjoy going to Brewers games, but you had no expectation other than you were just going to enjoy your time at Miller Park. You yeah. didn't have any expectation that they were going to be in the World Series, that they were going to be, you know, given these teams in the NL West that are all three of those teams are really good and the Padres might not even make it into the playoffs this year, but that's another point. I mean, this Brewers team, I'd take up against any one of those teams. Years In years past, I would not have said that. I mean, you got right, this team right. out here – they're winning games at a, an incredible rate, and you're right. I mean, this this team is different, and it just feels different. I mean, they've had plenty of games over the last couple of weeks that it just seems like if it were a Brewers team of the past, they would have lost that game, or you know, they they would have given up. Maybe they wouldn't have won today, but they come out, they're resilient. They got great starting pitching, and that's always been the thing that felt like you held them back. And now, not only do they have one good pitcher, they got three at a Cy Young level, and then Ashby's been incredible for the last couple outings, and that bullpen on top of that, I mean, you heard it from Votto. I mean, that's that's high praise from a guy like him. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is, and there's a lot of experience uh, 
uh, on uh, on the back of Joey Votto's baseball card. That's for sure. But we we have to remember where where this uh, you know Brewer Nation has been to in, to fully enjoy runs like this. We just got to keep reminding ourselves of that. I, I'm serious. I do because it makes this that much sweeter. Four games set against the Giants. I think it is a. Uh, I think it's a fascinating series. I really do. Okay, let's get to our game recap here. A Brewers six to two victory in which Aaron Ashby did start the ball game. Neither team scored in that first inning. Yelich did have a two out walk uh, in the top half. Polanco a one out double. Uh, into the second inning where, with one out, Luis Urias gave the Brewers the lead. And this one launched left field way back and gone right on cue for Urias. Home run number 18 on the season. And the Brewers are on the board and out in front early against the Twins. Second deck. What is that, 18 home runs for, for Louis now? Is that right, Toby? I want to confirm this. Is that 17 or 18? I believe I mean, it's 18. Yeah, dude's dude's going to go, you know, 20-plus home runs. Have you thought of that? And, and, and at this point, he's not an everyday player when you think about it. Uh, with, with the advent of, uh, of Escobar, he's not an everyday player. Kind of they moved him into, well, really what, what took his job was the Adamas acquisition. But, man, 18 home runs, you're going to end up, gosh, I mean, if he really gets hot, maybe 23, 25 home run season for a young dude like that, they're in good shape. And that trade is starting to maybe look a little bit better with San Diego. Ashby, a pair of strikeouts in the bottom of the uh, second inning, uh, 32 pitches through the two innings into the uh, third inning, for the Brewers. The Brewers add to the lead in that third inning. All with two outs. Yelich, a laser double to left. Omar Narvaez would then draw a walk. And that set the stage for Rowdy Telez. And this one crushed all the way back. Upper deck. A three-run, two-out home run for Rowdy Telez. Number 11 on the season. Yeah, give me some of those rowdy chants right there. <laughs> Four zip as uh, the game moved into the bottom of the third inning. Needed a shutdown inning there. I think this was uh, one of two really pivotal uh, innings for the Brewers' left-hander. He gets it done. It was a quick one, two, three into the fourth inning. Brewers trying to make this a laugher in that fourth inning. Jace Peterson, well, he does what he does. It's on base, Jace, and he gets on base. He was hit by a pitch. Uh, JBJ then robbed of at least a double. He hit the ball, struck the ball well, barreled it up uh, to right center. Pablo Reyes then with a double to put runners at second and third with just the one out. It set up, well, it set up Colton Wong, but he was 0 for 2 with two backwards Ks leading into this at bat here in the fourth. He has struck out twice in this one. And this one lined down the right field line. And it's going to play to run for Milwaukee. Two runs come home. And not messing around. A couple of strikeouts for Colton his first two times up. Jumps on the first pitch. Yeah, yeah. All the highlights right there on Bally Sports Wisconsin. 
Uh, Willie Adamas walked to put a couple of men on. Yelly barrels another one up. Caught for the second out, though. Man, it's nice to see that out of Christian Yelich. Uh, Omar then uh, flew out to finally end that uh, fourth inning. They get a couple of more in that inning. Six, nothing into the bottom of the fourth. Ashby touched up for a couple of runs. The only blemish, really, uh, in his performance, a leadoff walk. That's never good. Guys, you know how I feel about walks, but Sano got him uh, kind of a curveball, middle of the plate, and he did not miss it, and that, that, thing, was, that thing was destroyed. Uh, into the fifth inning where the Brewers uh, go one, two, three. And this here I thought was the, the other pivotal inning for Aaron Ashby's performance here in the bottom of the fifth. You want him to get qualified for the win for sure when you're up six to two and it's, it's the fifth inning. And I actually thought if he has a decent bottom of the fifth that Counts was going to go ahead and pull the trigger and let him go out there for the sixth inning. But, uh, well, one thing happened, and that was a one, two, three, fifth. A couple of ground balls and a strikeout to Buxton. Into the sixth inning, it stayed at 6-2, uh, where the Brewers didn't score in the top half. Uh, Wong did have a double in that frame. Then it was Hunter Strickland. Now, Ashby's performance tonight, five innings. Uh, he allows three hits. Those two runs uh, walk. And, again, that walk came around to score. And four punch outs, just 73 pitches. Now, you know, it, it it depends on what they want out of Ashby here. Do they want to not stretch him to the point where it would be a, a little more difficult transition back to the bullpen or back to spotty usage? Or did they want to give these guys a rest? My goodness, you have a four-run lead. And then you unleashed Hunter Strickland in the sixth, Boxberger in the seventh, Williams in the eighth, Hader in the ninth. I didn't even men- mention Jay Cousins or Brent Suter, who are studs in that bullpen as well. But I thought that was a little puzzling. 73, I would have handed that kid the ball a little bit uh, in that sixth inning if he got into trouble. Of course, I could go to my guys. And you had him ready to go, obviously. But uh, not the case. Uh, Brewers offense did have a threat late in the game, but didn't get on the board. And as I said, Strickland, Box, Williams, Hader, they lock it all down for a Brewers 6-2 victory. 79-52 and here in the 21 championship season. Craig Council on the way. If you want to join us, 414-799-1250. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, as always here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Yeah, the feedback is just pouring in here of I get the blame. Isn't that funny, Toby, how superstitious baseball people are? Yeah, you more know, so than any other sport, too. I, I think so. Yeah, for sure. You know, there's there's so many in the in the world of baseball. So I take off three days, and the Brewers lose all three. So I'm to blame. I come back, and they win. And so uh, shouldn't I get the credit then? If, I, if I'm getting the blame for the – 
first two games of this series and the final game of the Red Series, so I should probably get the credit. No, we'll give we'll give it to those guys. We'll give it to Council and Ashby too. And and again, the uh, forecast, if you will, for for Aaron Ashby is just if if you're really really into Brewers baseball and and you think uh, not only in the in the moment and you're thinking now. But you move forward and you think about next year and you're looking at contractual agreements and, you know, who's under team control and how much money will you have. And you're, you're, you gotta be so, so pleased with what this organization is right now, seriously, but don't let that distort uh, from just enjoying every game and enjoying the series. They win today, six two, uh, this upcoming series, I should say against the San Francisco giants. How, you know, from a baseball standpoint, Toby, and I know you're a tried and true baseball dude, but this is one of those series that you just, you have to watch. I mean, you know, again, there's, there's 31 games left. I mean, let's, let's face it. It's 31. uh, They're eight and a half up and they're really uh, headed to, uh, to the postseason. But I mean, just from a baseball purist standpoint, how do you, how do you not get all jazzed up for this series? Yeah, I mean, this is what I want for the NLCS. I feel like two teams that play baseball the right way play it. It's they're not as dependent on home runs. The Brewers aren't as the Giants. But I feel like when you get into October and you're playing in San Francisco at night, I don't feel like the Giants are going to be hitting home runs either. So it's going to be dependent on good pitching and timely hitting. And I feel like. You put the Brewers in a series like that, you got to like their chances. And it's just going to be fun baseball to watch. It's not going to be – I think a lot of people want to see the Dodgers in that series, you know, just out of a, a pure intrigue point of mm-hmm. view. But I think if it were Brewers and Giants, and it's a seven-game series, I don't know how that's not the best series you could possibly have. And no doubt. And, and I wouldn't be surprised not only if they get to that series that a few of them are uh, extra inning affairs – but even in this series, starting tomorrow, would not surprise me if two of these games are extra inning games. So be, be on the lookout for that. We're, we're, we're going to be late night uh, having a Brewers conversation. Brewers and Giants kick off a big four-game set uh, starting tomorrow in San Francisco. But uh, we need to hear from Craig Council as uh, his team did uh, snap the three-game losing streak. It's been a while since they've, they've had a losing streak like that. Very... Uh, and, and again, this, this wasn't too hard to predict for a, for a lot of Brewers fans that with this type of pitching that you wouldn't have an extended losing streak of, you know, five, six, seven, eight games. A lot of teams do, and a lot of teams still have success that particular year uh, in, uh, in terms of World Series titles. I mean, you go back to, to look at World Series champions, um, just pick a year and go look at what they've lost that year. A lot of them have lost six, seven in a row. In fact, I think one of the years the Cardinals won the World Series, I believe that season they had three seven-game losing streaks in the same season, yet won the World Series. So, But with this pitching, it didn't take a baseball genius to predict that they would probably not have that extended losing streak. Yeah, it might get you know three or four games. I don't think anything – Anything uh, extraordinary uh, beyond that. They win today. They snap it. 6-2 final. Craig Council after the Brewers win. I think I counted nine ground ball outs for for Ashby today. How how good was his sinker working, especially as the game went on? Well, yeah, I mean, I thought it was everything, really. I thought his off-speed was really good, too. Um, 
Uh, so he, he did a nice job. You know, he he got into a good groove, was throwing a lot of strikes, um, made enough quality pitches to, you know, keep the ball on the ground, which is uh, what he's good at. How big was it for him to uh, come back and get those two quick uh, those two quick ground ball outs after uh, the Sano homer there to kind of settle back in? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's the big leagues, you know. I mean, guys guys are gonna hit, hit good pitches out of the park, and so you just keep going, you keep making pitches, um, and and he could just kept doing it. Has he shown you something here lately that maybe I know you got Peralta coming back, but but maybe trying to find a spot for him somewhere? Well, I, I think we're going to find a spot for him to pitch, you know, whether it doesn't matter where it is, in, in my opinion. Um, you know, just get out. I think we're going to find a spot for him to get out in the game. And um, whether it's starting and relieving, he's done both. And I think he's capable of doing both. And, you know, if you get out this this if you get out to the high level, then we're going to find a spot for you to pitch. Greg, you talked after the game last night about kind of the lack of damage that the offense had done, and, and today you got you got that damage, especially early on, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, it, it makes a pretty big difference when you hit extra base hits, you know. Then, and I thought we, you know, I thought the six run inning we probably had we had two balls hit that could have really you know, increase that inning, but they made good, nice catches on line drives to the outfield. So um, we, we swung the bats really well that inning. Um, you know, that inning, or the, you know, the inning started with two outs, nothing going on, I believe. Um, so that was, it was, it was a good inning. I think Rowdy, everybody remembers Rowdy's homer over the bleachers in PNC Park a few weeks ago. How impressive was that one he hit today? Went over the fence, so those are impressive. All the ones that go over the fence, I, those are my favorite rowdy homers, especially with runners on base. Hey, Craig, for a while, um, we were talking a lot about Christian and just hitting like a lot of ground balls, but now we're seeing him, you know, just put, put balls in the air with authority. Like, how good of a sign has that been over like the last, I don't, I don't know, week or so of that stretch of him doing that? I mean, Christian's swinging the bat well. Um, you know, you can we can dissect it any way you want it, but he's, he's swinging the bat well. Um, it's a tough at bat. He's hitting the ball really hard. A lot of different pitches, left-handed, right-handed. It's it's um, he's making really solid contact. He's in a really tough out right now. Craig, was it good to see um, some hard contact and some good at bats today from Jackie as well? Yeah, I mean, Jackie swung it really well. Um, had a, had a nice day. You know, got robbed in the in the second at bat, but he uh, squared up three balls really well. Craig, is it good to see the offense just have the, the extra base hits, the homers? Um, you know, not not let a quiet stretch linger. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's 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 good to get a win. Um, you know, we, that's one thing we've we've. We've been consistent and, um, you know, we, we pitched, you know, the bullpen did a nice job today too. The four guys that came in did a really nice job. So I just think, you know, we got a, we got a long flight ahead of us this afternoon and uh, good way to go to San Francisco on a win. Was that as uh, impressive an inning as you can remember for Devin here, especially recently? I know he's been pitching well overall, but that was pretty dominating. Yeah, I mean, I, 
I mean, Devin's <laughs> Devin's been exceptional here. Um, so, you know, I mean, I, I he had an inning the other day that was really quick and good. So I, he's just throwing the ball well. He's, um, you know, the, the fastball was good today. He gets, I think, you know, there's just sprinkling in the fastball and the changeup was really good. So it was, it was like all of his innings. I mean, sometimes they lay off some pitches today. They, they didn't as much. He fell behind the first guy, but made a couple, made a couple good pitches, three one and three two. But um, he's, he's in a good spot, throwing the ball really well for a long, long period of time right now. I know, I know you hate the look ahead questions, but I mean, this is a pretty big series for you guys in San Francisco coming up, isn't it? Against the the best team in the NL, record wise. The, ne- the next series is the biggest series, um, and I don't, I don't mean to be cliche, but it just, that's just what it is. So it's, it's, that's what's the next challenge in front of us. And um, it's a good team. It's a, it's a really good team. We know that. It means wins are tough to come by against these teams. It means you got to do more right to win games against teams like this. Um, and so that's the challenge for the week. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. And this one rushed There was the ABC audio video play of the game after the Brewers 6-2 victory. Rowdy Telez, a big three-run shot right there with two outs. And, yeah, they're all good when they go over the fence, says Craig Council. Kind of a squirrely Craig Council today, I thought. Yeah, all these series are big. And I agree with that. I do. The next game is the biggest game of the season. Certainly the next series is the biggest series of the season. I'm right with you, with you, uh, Craig Council, on that one. Uh, Aaron Ashby, uh, again, he's going to get outs for this team. I recall during spring training of this year, Craig Council saying, you will see Aaron Ashby this year. And, boy, they were right, that's for sure. Uh, we'll come back and hear from the Brewers' left-hander next. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. 6-2, Brewers get the victory today to take game three of the three-game set. They lose the series, but they snap a three-game losing streak. Aaron Ashby on the hill for the crew, and he goes five innings, allows uh, three hits, a couple of runs, that two-run shot to Sano. Was what he did, 73 pitches. I thought he could have gone a little bit longer, but uh, that's, that's Craig Council's call, and you heard uh, Craig Council a couple of minutes ago say, hey, he's, he's going to get outs. He's going to pitch in whatever way we want him to. And uh, I th- would imagine that he's here to stay. Uh, I think his pitch efficiency is, is uh, you know, another step that he could, he could take a little bit. If, he, if he's going to move to that pen, you know, you want the pitch efficiency to be there and maybe 
you know, go a little more into attack mode because he has the stuff. You might see him in a rotation down the stretch. Uh, you might see him out of the pen down the stretch. Could see him in a big spot, you know, uh, in, in a postseason game. It's possible. You never know how things will be configured in, in any given postseason game where you, know, you just don't know. And that's going to be interesting, but nonetheless, he's going to get outs, and that's what uh, Craig Council had said uh, earlier, that you, know, you give him the ball, it doesn't matter the situation. didn't matter to him is what Craig Council said. But let's hear uh, from today's starter, Brewers left-hander, uh, Aaron Ashby. Aaron, I guess the obvious question to ask today is you got your first uh, major league win. How does it feel? feels awesome. Um, you know, it's, it's something you, you always dream of as a little kid, and uh, today is a special day. And uh, glad, glad we go out there for the team, though, and, uh, you know, get that win today after three games. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's a good, good day. Never, I know you never want to put more pressure on yourself than you have to, but did you feel any extra pressure today because of, uh, you know, the three-game losing streak and everything and, and wanting to get back to San, or get out to San Francisco on a good note? Or was it just, you know, basically like another start for you? Yeah, it's just another start. Um, you know, there's always that thought in the back of your head, maybe. But, um, you know, once you get out there, throw that first pitch, everything kind of goes away. And it's just, you know, like every other game and just try to pitch, pitch and, you know, get, get your team to win. You talked about finding a role for you as long as you can kind of keep pitching well. What, what does that mean to you? Sorry, you kind of cut out the first part. Well, Craig talked about finding a role for you somewhere as long as you keep getting out. What does that mean to you? Yeah, it just, um, you know, any, anywhere these guys need me and this team needs me to pitch, um, whether that's a, on a bullpen day, on a, you know, start day, piggybacking off someone, or on whatever it is, you know, um, I'm okay with it and I'm, I'm ready to do that. I'm excited for it. Aaron, how, how did you feel about the pitch count today? You know, just considering it had it had been a while since you had gone the four innings against Pittsburgh, but did you feel, you know, good and strong? Could you have kept going? Yeah, absolutely. Um, felt good. That is the most pitches I've thrown, I think, in like two months almost. So um, my last start that I went six innings at Nashville was only 60 pitches. So I um, started to feel a little bit of fatigue there at the end, but I thought I, uh, you know, stayed my legs well and was able to execute pitches when I needed to. Aaron, I think you had uh, nine ground ball outs today. Um, did you feel like your sinker got better as the as the day went along? It seemed like you were getting more of those later in your in your start. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you know earlier in the day I kind of was leaving it up a little bit um, along with the changeup, and then um, as the day went on and the outing went on, I started to get everything down in the zone a little bit more, and I was able to get some more ground outs early. After the snow home run, you came back and get two quick ground balls. What? How important was that in your mind? Did you just kind of put the home run behind you real quick? Yeah, you know, in that situation, it's that that next hitter is the most important um, after the home run. So um, just had to lock it in there, and um, you know, I was, in my mind, I was just you know get get sink to the bottom of the zone right here, get a quick ground ball, and um, it'll be behind you. So I was able to do that. That was very important. And there he is, Brewers left-hander Aaron Ashby after a uh, five-inning, two-run performance to uh, log his first big league victory. And, hey, as uh, I've, I've always said, special stories and special seasons as that continues here 
in the 2021 championship season. Rowdy Tellez, he's one of those guys as well. He's one of those stories that you find in special seasons. And a big blast today uh, had been four for 28 in a little bit of a skid heading in. And uh, he breaks out today. Uh, just a game-changing swing there for Rowdy Tellez. Here's the Brewers' first baseman after the win. Rowdy, just how bad did you guys need this one today, do you think? Um, I think we needed it, uh, I won't say bad, but I think it was something that we needed. We needed to build a, a start a foundation and, and get going into a big series for us. So, um, you know, I think this is something to build confidence. We took out us on the board early, um, relieved some pressure, so we're able to play a good game. I know you haven't been swinging it probably as well as you would have liked lately. How good did that home run feel and how much maybe did you need that one personally today? Uh, no, I felt good. I was able to get a change about over and uh, stay in the middle of the field. So, um, you know, we've been working, me, Hainsey, and, and Cruiser, trying to get get the swing back and just get the plate discipline back, um, something I kind of got away from. So uh, just excited to, to put a couple good swings on some pitches today. Hey, Rowdy, what do you think of um, Aaron tonight? He, uh, today he got a lot of round balls against a pretty tough lineup. Yeah, um, you know, he, he's really good. Uh, he's got elite stuff. Um, he's he's young. He can pitch. Um, you know, uh, he just he showed the team that, that we need him. You know, whether it's a spot start, whether it's in the rotation, whether it's out of the bullpen. But, uh, you know, we need a guy like that in the stretch run. So um, he stepped up big for us today, and, and that's all we can ask for. Freddie, what do you think made the difference today? Another guy that you probably, guys probably aren't all that familiar with, and Jacks, but uh, seven extra base hits today. Um, you know, it was, we can hit. I mean, it's not just a, a coincidence that these things show up, but, um, you know, he, he made some mistakes and we already capitalized, and that's what we have to do, um, you know, continue to do throughout um, the rest of the season into the playoffs. You know, pitchers make mistakes, we got to capitalize. And with our pitching staff, you know, if we can capitalize enough, they'll, they'll keep us in the game and they'll allow us to, to win. Howdy, uh, I know, like Craig likes to say, it's the next series ahead of you guys, but with four games in San Francisco now, uh, best team record wise in the league. How big do you think this next series is for you guys? Uh, this, is, this is huge. I mean, I think this is just going to be a, kind of a showdown of what can come into the into the playoffs. But, um, you know, it's going to be a big series for us. It's going to test us. We're going to test them. You know, it's not like they're the, the almighty, you know. So we played good against them at home. You know, we had some tough breaks. And you know, I think we can uh, I think we can take a series, you know, where you just got to play some good ball and, and capitalize on any mistakes that are made. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove on the fan. Oh, baby, I love it right there. There needs to be more of that. I mean, when he said it's not like they're, meaning the San Francisco Giants, it's not like they're the almighty. I love that. And what what have we been talking about for weeks right now? Uh, or, uh, the fact that everyone's so, how are, how did the Brewers stack up against those guys? How are you going to beat the mighty Dodgers? How are you going to be? No, they have to think about the Brewers finally. Just spin that around. Absolutely love that. 
It's not like they're the almighty. All the, See how, how fickle baseball can be. It's just a few games, you know what I mean, that makes the difference in that perception. And, and you know, the reality is there's not much difference in terms of the talent amongst all these top NL teams, and the Brewers are right there with them. Now, you know, there's something to be said about having a little swagger to you. There's something to be said about drawing that line at uh, just the point of cockiness. But he's right. I mean, that nobody dubbed. We're not anointing the San Francisco Giants World Series titles quite yet. The Brewers will have something to say about that, as might the Dodgers. Maybe the Braves get on a roll. I mean, these are the things that, that just I love, and we're seeing the transition from that. And I think us fans, too, need to transition over to that. We've come a long way here. Brewers, there are – we're just days shy of five months' worth, worth of uh, sample size here. And that's the key thing to take a look at. This isn't, you know, a team getting off to a, a 24 and, and 10 start like the Brewers did in 2007. And this, this is five months of sample size where there's more accuracy in distance in a, in a baseball season. So I love that. That is a great way to end this show today. It's not like they're the almighty. I can't wait for this series tomorrow. It's, it's, he says it's a huge series. Um, Craig Council says uh, the next series is always the biggest series. So a little bit of a throwdown showdown going on in San Francisco starting tomorrow. And the Brewers do have their one and two starters going in games one and two. Let's focus, uh, Toby, on, on game one, the pitching matchup. Yeah, Corbin Burns will take the mound for the crew. He'll be... Coming into that game with a 2-3-0 ERA, 8-4 record, and 133 innings pitched. He'll be matched up against Johnny Cueto on the mound for the San Francisco Giants. Enters the game with a 3-7-3 ERA and a 7-6 record on the year and 108-2 innings pitched. Kind of a uh, quick pitch artist is Johnny Cueto. So he'll come at you with different uh, variations uh, all night long. 845 our time first pitch 8:45 tomorrow night after the last pitch you make the switch right here Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin post game show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove um, I would project that we would get on the air right around midnight maybe a little bit before that but uh, I promise uh, uh, I won't take the night off tomorrow so that means the Brewers will win All right, that's going to do it for us. You guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll chat tomorrow night, some late night uh, Brewers conversation for Toby Altizer. My name is Tim Allen. Enjoy uh, your Sunday evening, and remember, as always, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.